What's going on, everyone? It is another installment of Kickback and Relax, episode 80 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast presented by Blue Wire Hustle. It's your boy, Jevin LaFave. Today, I brought on Devin Avenis, foreman, one of my good buddies, and he is hilarious. Tell some traveling stories, some drunk stories. It was just it was just a good old kickback and relax, and we just chatted about life, caught up. It was a, it was a very, very fun episode, so be sure to kick back, relax, uh, leave a rating and review on Apple and Spotify, subscribe to YouTube. If you're not watching this, there'll be a video, full video podcast there where you can catch full other past episodes and clips as well. So kick back, relax, enjoy the episode. And here is Devin Evans. It's episode 80, the 16th installment of Kickback and Relax presented by Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Jevin LaFave. And on this one, I'm welcoming on my demon, you know, foreman of LCP. Have you got your red seal yet? Oh, you know, almost there, bud. I'm almost the there. Potential ticket yet? <laughs> almost <laughs> there. Past the fourth year, missed it by four percent to get that red seal. Oh, but you know what they say: second tries the charm. <laughs> That's exactly what they say. <laughs> Evan Avenus, how's it going, buddy? Good, man. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on here. Yes, podcast sir. debut podcast debut i see you got the j mug too for me oh yeah I, you know i had to bring it out for you <laughs> for sure <laughs> for sure i was hoping you'd catch that oh 100 got it right away got it right away you got a coffee i got a beer i uh, know i was i was gonna go with the beer man but like i said i just woke up from a nap not too long ago <laughs> got that sluggish like, feeling i would have been in the 20 minute marker just like <laughs> uh devin <laughs> you're just yeah, literally, especially because I was working by myself all day today. Oh, no. And yeah, it was just so tedious, man. Just listen to true, uh, true crime podcasts. Yeah. But every time, every time there'd be like little children walking past me and I'd have to turn it down if you get into like a gruesome part in the podcast. Oh, you didn't have your earbuds or anything? You no, just I was just pocketing it in the hoodie pocket <laughs> like a demon. <laughs> Draining your battery. Whenever I did that at work and I forgot my headphones would die my phone would be at say like 75%. I'd listen to it just on my phone heading home from work. I get like that 20% low battery notification. Oh, I'm like, my I, God, I was on the 40% at lunchtime. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> low batteries getting switched on Yeah, for sure. It's brutal. How's uh, how's LCP treating you nowadays? Good, ever man. since I left, you missing me? Oh, big time, man. Devin <laughs> Jeff combo. Lethal. Oh, lethal. Uh, yeah, it's good, man. Been there five years. No, 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 uh, real plans on leaving anytime soon. So it is what it is. How did the winter treat you with the big snowfall we got? It was cold. It was cold. Uh, kept busy though. I didn't get any time off. Normally we get about a week off. I had five days. Uh, other than that, yeah, it's been good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Working in the snow is never fun. Yeah, especially when all you're doing is going around and knocking snow off, and you're getting snow knocked all up onto you. <laughs> Fingertips, so, uh, you can't feel them. Your toes are. Oh, exactly. Like, and yeah. I should always invest into good gloves, but I'm rocking like the three dollar gloves. Just like can't feel my hands two and a half hours into the day. So trash. It is. Uh, trash. How, how's school going though? School's good. Um, successful first semester. I got a decent grade, but uh, now it's like more lab stuff this semester it's kind of we're just branching off of what we did in the first semester 
and mm. then some of them are just um like i'm taking organizational behavior this semester and that's just kind of a it doesn't like branch off of any of the ones i took previous but it's oh, okay. like its own kind of thing but taking like media performance and it's like the second version so it's more lab and putting what we did in the first semester and kind of putting it to practice in this semester kind of like mm. trained our voice last time and then we're now like more storytelling this time and it's fun though it's very hands-on and you kind of get a feeling of what radio is going to be like so it's exciting yeah you will like i i've always told you you have the voice for radio man like, <laughs> oh my you can God. Hear, like you can hear this man's been trained in his voice this is why I brought this guy on just to pump my tires the whole time. <laughs> Let's keep it going, man. Let's keep it going. No, but like in media performance right now, we're doing, I don't know if you know, like bits on the radio where it's like, say like between songs, the host will kind of like state their opinion on a certain topic and kind of like give their spiel on it and then mm-hmm. go to a different song and kind of leave you thinking about a certain topic. Yeah. So that's kind of like what we're doing. And I uh, I gave my piece on the Canucks, like trading JT Miller, whether they should do it or not. Mm-hmm. And it was just over a minute long. And we had a special guest on. He's also an instructor at BCIT, but he has his own podcast. It's the Todd cast. It's Todd Hancock. And he was on the radio and he was like, pretty successful at it he has a pretty good following and they're basically critiquing our bits one each and what we can work on and everything I did my piece and he was asking me questions about stuff I already said and okay so I was like yeah we should trade JT Miller because we need a better future more prospects because we have all that and he was like so why do we need to trade JT Miller yeah, he like, wants you to clarify. But I was like, I, I said why. He's like, yeah, but I think you need to be more specific. I was like, I was. I gave like three reasons as to why. He's like, but like, what was your point? And I was like, mm. what? And I, I was like, did you even listen to my bit? <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 you're asking me questions about things I literally said in the spiel. I thought it was like, I left the class and everyone in my class came up to me. They were like, that was the weirdest thing ever. He was basically pressing you about stuff you said. And I was like, I know, but he's also like critiquing me on, I need to say that. And I was like, yeah, it's some of those things, but I thought that was kind of like something funny, but nonetheless, it's a, it's a cool experience, but I'm looking forward to the summer getting back in the landscaping biz, hopefully with you guys. Hopefully, Oh, Kyler. really? Hopefully Kyler brings me back in open arms because I am broke right now. Oh, dude, I I know you're more than welcome. There's very few people in this company that everybody has never had an issue with. And you were definitely one of those people. Uh, You're welcome back on my crew any day of the (laughs) week, buddy. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, because we got separated uh, at the beginning of the summer. Yeah, you were supposed to be my lead hand. And then like two months in, (laughs) boss man was just like, nah no you're gonna go work with this guy so it is what it is yeah i've been uh i've been working with a lot of like older people lately yeah. like a lot, of, a lot of like 40 year old guys so it's like hard to stay on topics and stuff like that <laughs> they're talking to me about their kids and stuff and i'm telling them about getting messed up on the weekend and it's, yeah. just like, 
it's just not clicking all the time. Yeah, 100%. It's just it's a yin and yang situation. But what got you into landscaping? Like, how did you find your way into this trade? So what got me into landscaping was it's a very seasonal gig. And yeah. with that, I'm able to kind of take off time on the slower months because I'm I really like going traveling and stuff yeah. like that. So in the summertime, we slow down once all the plants start burning out and I'm able to take I my boss normally likes me taking two weeks, but I always try to push it for a month. Yeah. So I, I try to travel in the slow seasons. And within that, I'm able to do what I want to do and get paid at the same time. Yeah. And uh, it was just it just worked out really well for me. I don't see myself doing this for the rest of my life. But in the present moment, it's just like super nice. Like Kyler told me, hey, you can have three weeks to a month off every year to go traveling. And in my, in my mind, I'm like, say less. Like, that's that's <laughs> why I'm here. Right. So yeah. I got 100%. a I got a Southeast Asia trip planned for August coming up here. That's Hope fire. to do uh, Vietnam, Cambodia, Thailand, and Laos. Oh, sick. Uh, so I have three weeks confirmed right now, but I'm going to try and push for an extra week. We'll see what Kyler says. Putting, putting that OT, baby. Work a yeah, Saturday. So, so I can sell the point. I'm like, hey, Jevin needs to come back. He needs work. <laughs> I'm going to take off for a month. And it'll <laughs> totally click. It'll make yeah. sense. 100%. Yeah, I saw your tweet and you were like, did I just cancel my Norway trip so I could book a trip to Cambodia and ride motorcycles with the boys? Yup. Well, all, all, all it took was I have, so I'm going to go with two friends, uh, Riley and Adam, and they've never yeah. really traveled before. And uh, I had a, yeah, I had a trip planned for Norway and they're like, let's buy scooters and like, let's go drive through Southeast Asia. And I'm like, just like that. I'm like, whatever, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person where I'm like, you tell me something, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out once we get there like i don't even want to plan it like we'll plan like the first three days yeah plans we after go. that let's just i don't know see where the wind takes us right i freaking love that mentality because mm-hmm. once you're so focused on a game plan then it's like you see something show up that you'd much rather do than what you wrote out a hundred percent and man. it's like sticking to the script sometimes doesn't always work right mm-hmm. so you well, know living I- in the moments like huge to like having the most fun possible especially while traveling because you'll meet people you'll go to places you're gonna be like wow i love this place so much more you want to spend more time there but if you have everything booked and planned already you can't really do that right yeah yeah so what i've learned is you just maybe book the first three days get comfortable and then just play it by ear after that yeah what's uh your mindset like when you first land and wherever you are like is it just like let's just like go to the pool or like swim up bar and just get nasty this like the, the first night <laughs> no then... I, i've learned the hard way it depends i mean if you if you're if i'm coming from canada the first night i kind of just want to chill i kind of yeah. want to get my bearings kind of get everything set yeah but if i'm coming off like a two-hour flight from somewhere else yeah i'll probably go to the bar i'll probably go get trashed (laughs) it it, it really depends on like what time i get there how long i've been in the air and everything yeah like when you went to ireland you went to ireland right yep yep yeah was you you landed where you're like hey i gotta see a bar Oh, man. I mean, like, if you go to Ireland and the first thing you do is not go to a bar, you should just go out to Ireland. Yeah. You're okay. in the country. Yeah, it's different than, like, Cuba. It's like, I'm just going to go to, like, the 
like swim at a bar or like go get a bite to eat somewhere or maybe like go for a walk somewhere go on a hike but ireland it's if you do anything oh, but hit up I, a bar like the guinness factory then you're doing it wrong oh the guinness factory was sick i literally i got off the flight i got to my hostel I'm like, okay, let's go to the bar. Got some beers. You need some food, right? You need to yeah. get some food in you once you get some beers. So I ordered some fish and chips. I'm in Ireland. Might as well get the fish and chips. Yeah. And they hand me this big plate of fish and chips, like just greasy. Like you can see the steam coming off of it. Oh, man. And I'm like, oh, like, do you have any cutlery? Like, do you have a fork and knife? And they just start laughing at me. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> They're like, we eat our fish and chips with our hands over here. I'm like, dude, I'm going to get third degree burns. If I <laughs> so he, they like all hand me over some plastic forks because they, I guess they just don't have cutlery in Ireland. They just use their hands yeah. for everything. They're like, oh, you're Canadian, aren't aren't you literally they're like that's <laughs> how i know you're not from here and i'm like is it not the big canadian maple leaf like on the backpack yeah i would say like with the accent but they probably don't see a difference in yeah I don't Irish know. I jargon it was it was the cutlery man they got yeah, me definitely the color they're like roasted hard yeah you're not from here are you the, the two the two big no-go's cutlery and half pints if you order a half pint at the bar get the everybody's fuck out of here. chirping you out you just oh, gotta leave the bar 100 100 yeah yeah let me just get yeah no chance fat chance and that's happening but what are some what are some of the cool places that you've traveled to that are just like top of your list on either you'd go back again or it's just like man this is like an uh, unforgettable place. I'd love to live in Ireland. I, I've actually been looking into that. The past year or so, they've been denying uh, visa applications just due to COVID. Yeah. So Ireland, I'd love to move to and like live there for a bit. Uh, Greece was super fun. Like, yeah. Give me some Greece stories and stuff. Like, Because I've seen <laughs> some play like the views there is just oh, it's unbelievable. Unreal, well, you, you, you can get the, the best thing about Greece is you can go, I'm a big history guy. Like I can yeah. go to a museum and I can spend hours in a museum. And at the same time, you can go out and you can party your head off like the entire night. Yeah. A good, a good Greece story. Uh, so me, Mitchell, and we met this Australian guy named Mitch as well. We rented ATVs and we were going to drive around EOS because you're allowed to drive ATVs on the road in Greece. And so the guy's like, here, let me detail you this super secret hidden beach nobody knows about. <laughs> that's, so that's, one over... of the, that's one of the things he sent me. Oh, Mitch? Yeah. He hands me over. He's like, let me draw this map for you. I'm like, okay, okay. So he's like drawing, like he's going into detail. He's like, you're going to see the train tracks. You're going to take a right at the train tracks. <laughs> then you're going to go up this hill. And he hands me this piece of paper. Looks and like the paper, dude. It looks like he was playing hangman, like upside down and like tic-tac-toe. We took the map and just basically threw it out. Like, this thing was not readable, man. And, I don't know if it'll focus, but. Oh, oh yeah. Man. No, that's literally it. That's literally the map. Yeah, it's. I'll try and post it when I edit the video to this, but. It, yeah. But he gave, he gave like a 15 minute explanation for that map. <laughs> oh, my God. And then so, yeah, we we found a hidden beach like there's beaches all over the place yeah we're driving up this dirt mountain and it's like goats like goats and sheep are all around us and we get down to the bottom of this beach and mitchell's like 
I lost the key. Like his ATV is still running, but I guess it popped out of the ignition. <laughs> so we're scouring up this mountain and our ATVs like looking for the key and we just somehow spotted it like in the oh, dirt. Oh my. Oh, he got so lucky, man. Yeah, 100%. That sounds remarkable. And it's this... cheap too. Yeah. It, I mean, like in terms of Europe, like it's one of the cheaper European countries to go to. Yeah, and it... It looks like such a good bang for your buck. Oh, 100%. Because there's places where, like Thailand, like I've heard so many good things about Thailand and I've heard it's really cheap, but like sometimes it's not easy on the eye in some places. But Greece, Mm -hmm. it just looks like maybe it's just their postcard photos that they use to kind of promote it very well. But like from what I've Mm -hmm. seen, it everywhere just looks so easy on the eye and there's not a bad view at that place. So oh, it's gorgeous, man. I mean, you go farther into the northern parts of Greece and it's like it's kind of arid. It's not as nice yeah. as the islands, but you just deal with what you're dealt with. Right. Like it, it's gorgeous. I'd recommend it. If what are I some, think... o- what are some other cool things you did in Greece? Uh, we did a lot of island hopping. So Greece is like made up of thousands of islands. Yeah. We hiked through the longest gorge in Europe, actually. It's called the Samara Gorge. Okay. It's, uh, what we did was only about 17 kilometers, but the whole gorge is, like, super, super long. Yeah. They have uh, natural uh, water springs running through there, so all the water in the gorge is actually drinkable. Like, you're not allowed dipping your feet in it or anything. Really? And uh, during World War II, actually, they fled into the gorge and, like, built settlements and towns inside this gorge. So while you're hiking through, you can find all these old settlements and stuff like that. It's just, like, super, super cool. That's unbelievable. At the end of the hike, it's this town, and it's literally just, like, a party town. It's just, like, booze everywhere. It's just, like, (laughs) bananas. So, like, after a 16-kilometer hike in, like, 30-degree heat, you're just, like, I guess it's time to have some beers, man. Yeah. I remember when you went there, and, I'm, yeah, it was Greece because you were with Mitch, and I saw photos of you guys hiking. And this might not be the exact one, but you get to the top, or you get to where, at, like, the checkpoint or summit or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and you guys just have these pines where it's – like half my body weight it looks like and it just looks like the most delicious beer i've ever seen and you guys are just you you guys are needing it so badly because it just looks so warm but yeah it looks phenomenal what blew me away because like don't get me wrong i partied hard in greece drank a lot i never other than one time other than one time i never got a really bad hangover i think it's just like I don't know, maybe it's hot weather and you're sweating it out the entire time or something. Yeah, maybe. I have no idea. I mean, it just maybe I'm just living in the moment and I'm dealing with the hangovers in my head or something, but on to the next one. (laughs) The one hangover I had, we were waiting, we were taking the ferry to this island. And I was lit, it was literally just everybody's waiting for this ferry, everyone's standing, and I'm just laying on the pavement just like pouring water over my head i'm just like waterboarding myself of families and like <laughs> going to work oh that's funny man they're like just giving you the weird eye they're like how did we let him in here how did we let him in man's is this <laughs> someone come get them you the two mitches are just turning away walking away and just 
leaving you alone they're like yeah we're not with them <laughs> oh man i wouldn't even have blamed them man i literally was just killing myself there oh man so i got another one here um mitch said you guys got a sick uh airbnb hookup and you come up stoked on life it might be with the the hidden beach story but yeah he says like a lady gave you directions to a secret beach so i think mitch has a story completely wrong but yeah i don't know yeah also says it leads to a good story on the same island of a lady's dog going (laughs) oh man i forgot about that so uh we were on the island Eos, which is like uh, the main part of the city is like on this top of the hill and like the harbor area is where all the beaches are. That's where you come yeah. in on the boat and we're staying in the harbor area. And uh, we met these Irish girls that were staying at this hotel next to us. And you can either take cabs to get to the top of the town, which normally everybody does. Yeah. But it's pretty expensive because that's like a main way they make money over there. Or you can take these giant like stairs that are built into the side of a cliff, like up into the town. So we're like, yo, let's just take the stairs. So we're hiking up there and it's a hike, dude. Like it was almost harder than the 16 kilometer hike. It's like brutal. No way. Like halfway up this hill, there's just this random little bar. It was called the pit stop. And they were serving uh, one euro shots, which is super, super, super cheap. We're like, okay, let's take a pit stop at the pit stop. Yeah, and we get in there, and I'm, I'm buying like I'm buying like seven shots around because it's like a euro a shot. So we're we're wasted, like we're drunk before we're even in the town. And uh, <laughs> this like 50 year old British lady comes up to us, and she's like, "Oi, yeah, yeah," and she like sits down and starts chatting it up with us, and uh, starts stealing our shots, just like she's talking to us. She's like, "Oh, I'm gonna take one of these," takes one, and we're like, "Whatever." It's the euro, so we don't care. And she had a big pit bull with her, like, and she was talking about how she moved to the island and how she, because the uh, Greece is infested with stray cats. There's just like thousands of stray cats everywhere. Yeah. And so she's drunk off our alcohol and lets go of her pit bull, and her pit bull just chases this cat. It's like running up the cliff, and we're like, "Are you gonna get? Are you gonna get that dog?" And she's like, "Oh, just casually. Oh, it's just mauling a cat." <laughs> And we're like we're shook we're like okay we'll go get the dog so we're about to go get the dog and then she's like oh i'll get the dog i'll get the dog so she goes up and gets the dog and we're like we need to get out of here this lady <laughs> just casually mentions oh it's just mauling a cat like don't <laughs> i wouldn't even know what to say but we were literally okay let's get the dog she's not gonna get the dog i guess we'll get it and so we, she brings back the dog. We didn't see the cat. We just figured we probably got the cat. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it just casually says, oh, yeah, it's it's going hunting. Yeah, literally, it's just <laughs> going for it. What are some cool hikes that you went on in uh, in Greece? Uh, so I, uh, I bootied off myself. I went up to Meteora, which is in the northern part of Greece. And it's these monasteries that were built by the Catholic monks during uh, when uh, the, the Muslims invaded Greece and like ruled over Greece like way, way back in the day. So they re- ran and fled into the countryside and stuff like that. 
and it's like these giant rock monoliths and there's just like beautiful monasteries built on top of them yeah. it's easily the, like the coolest place i've ever built or uh, been to yeah and it, these priests would take like 90 years to just build like a tiny little monastery but there's some up there that were like 30 rooms deep and they would literally parkour climb up these mountains with bricks like and i'm like so how many people died and they're like oh yeah. like they almost all died while building these things <laughs> i'm like well thankfully we have elevators now yeah. like, i'm not about to parkour climb up here but that was that was crazy man it was like so beautiful up there uh we did this other uh place called mount Lycabetus, which is in yeah. athens and it overlooks the pantheon and we went up there during for the sunset and at nighttime the all the lights in the city like turn off except for street lights and stuff and the pantheon is just lit up by floodlights and it's so we're like on top of this mountain looking at the sunset while the pantheon's oh lit up it was super cool man i would highly recommend that if you go to athens that's uh, like that sounds amazing it doesn't sound real yeah well the the funny thing is they i guess people have been so lazy that they've built like uh it's kind of like a chairlift, but it's more like you kind of go inside of it, like a gondola almost, but it's okay. not like a big gondola. So uh, it, you can bring up a couple of drinks with you too, and you don't got to worry about making your way down it. That's, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's one, what are some other places that you've traveled to? I've been to Ireland, Scotland, England, Netherlands, Spain, Greece, and Mexico. Those are the ones I've like traveled in. I've had layovers in like different countries and stuff yeah. like that. The worst layover I ever had was in Austria. I, I would be happy if I never go to Austria <laughs> just for that layover I had. What was, happened? So I get there. I'm, it's on my return flight home from Greece. And I bring, yeah. I bring back my family like little tic-tac-toe like, memor- or, like memory things. Yeah. So I, I bought my brother this King Leonidas. He was the the guy from the Spartans, like the 300 Spartans leader yeah. or whatever. So it's this statue and it, and he's holding like this like spear that you can take out. It's a tiny little spear. It's not even pointy. Like, and the lady's like, what is this? I'm like, it's a statue. She's like, what is it for? I'm like it's for my brother. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, what is this spear? Like, is this a weapon? I'm like, no, it's not. So they took me out for like secondary screening. They're oh my. me down. They think it's drugs. They think this statue is <laughs> drugs. They're like testing it. They're like taking pieces off the statue. Oh so I'm there God. for like 50 minutes, miss my flight. And then uh, they come back and they're like, you can't travel with the spear. The spear is a weapon. So I'm like, okay, whatever. They put me on another flight. But before that, they made me pay an 80 euro fee to print me off a different boarding pass for this other flight. Oh, my God. So I missed my flight. I had to pay 80 euros and I didn't get to bring home the spear for King Leonidas. So it's just King Leonidas with his shield holding no spear. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, Austria, I'll take a pass next time. Yeah, you can kick rocks, bud. that's enough. Mm uh what was amsterdam like because tegan because tegan's been there and she long show man it's a good time she said one of the funniest stories i've ever heard in my life so she goes there with a bunch of friends and i really hope this is amsterdam i think it is but Mm -hmm. i believe it was rosa parks her house i think it was her but 
she goes there with her friends and they're like looking at this house they're like i can't believe that like she lived in this house like they're stoned out of their minds. oh you mean do you mean Anne frank Anne frank Anne, <laughs> Rosa I, knew I, Parks. I knew i had the name wrong i knew i had the name wrong yeah but um yeah she's like staring at the house they're like oh my gosh this is like this is unbelievable can't yeah it's crazy once that, you're there man yeah like i can't believe she lived here like this is unbelievable and they're ripped <laughs> they look over to the right and they see like a bunch of people like in a crowd like taking pictures of this house and it's just them three in front of the house they're looking at and they're like wait a second they look at photos they're like oh this is the wrong house <laughs> oh no oh that is funny <laughs> oh they said this whole thing of like i can't believe that she lived here like this is so beautiful like the history is unbelievable and they're just talking about the wrong house <laughs> speaking of Anne frank actually uh me and seamus we, we went to amsterdam together but our buddy mike was in germany uh doing some research or like doing a study over in germany and he was flying out to meet us. But in England, I met this New Zealand girl who was super cool and actually flew out to come chill with us for the weekend. Yeah. But Mike, but Mike had no idea. And at the <laughs> time, at the time, there was a big joke in our friend group that uh, Mike looked like Nick Jonas from the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. So I told this girl, I'm like, hey, like you got you got to run up to my buddy and just like pretend it's Nick Jonas. Just like at the top of your lungs, be like, oh, my God, it's Nick Jonas. So she seemed like super hesitant. Like we didn't think she was going to do it. And we were meeting him in front of the Anne Frank house and she goes running out over to him, killed it like throwing her hands. In the- it's Nick Jonas. I can't believe it's Nick Jonas. So everybody, cause it's a big attraction. There's probably like a hundred plus people yeah. there all looking over like Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. <laughs> and you can see Mike just surveying, looking for us like, where are these guys? And me and Seamus were just dying. It was so funny, man. That is so funny. Cause yeah, I know Mike and he worked at Leo's. He was a manager there and he's just such like a reserved guy. Like oh, he, only, he only like kind of comfortably talks with people he's like really familiar with. Like you never mm-hmm. see the full side of him if you like just getting to know him. Yeah. And so when he like deals with that kind of shit, he's probably like, Okay, what the fuck is happening? Like, he oh, kind of yeah. just, he like, mumbling. goes into his shell. <laughs> he was mumbling. He's just like, I'm not Nick Jonas. I'm not Nick Jonas. <laughs> and, oh, it was so good. But That's she killed so it. Like, she, I, we didn't think she was going to do it, but yeah. she, like, blew it out of the water. That's fucking hilarious. So what did he say when he saw you guys? He, he rolled over and he's like, I can't believe you guys got her to do that because everybody's still looking. They're, they're from a distance. They're actually, yeah. like, is that Nick Jonas? Like there's murmuring going on in the crowd. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was fun. And then, yeah, we all just went out drinking, uh, went to Vondel park. If you're in Amsterdam, go to Vondel park. You'll just see a bunch of hippies doing hippie stuff. Like those like magic balls or whatever. Oh yeah. Hundreds of people doing those, man. Like Vondel park is still living in the sixties. It's like super cool, man. That's, that's fire. Mm-hmm. So did you just kind of like, basically booze and just look at yeah we like went and saw museums yeah. we checked out stuff like that did a lot of sightseeing uh the canals i didn't actually go on the canals next time i go there i definitely will want to 
Yeah. But there's a bit of anything in Amsterdam for you. We went into this heavy metal bar where like all the waitresses were just like topless, but they were like hardcore, like 50 year old moms. So we're just like, <laughs> we're like, hey, let's have a couple beers, let go. But on the outside, it doesn't look like a heavy metal bar. And you yeah. walk in, there's just like guitars and everything. Like, like I was saying, there's a bit of everything in Amsterdam. What's the, is it kind of like a culture shock? Because I always imagine that it's just like vastly different than here. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the similar thing is people are very serious about bike lanes, especially in Amsterdam. If you're walking in the bike lane, like they won't even like honk their horn. They'll just like full on tackle you to the ground <laughs> and then look you in the eyes and go, this is a bike lane. And then just keep on moving. Oh like, my gosh. So if I had one tip, don't walk in the bike lanes. Cause they will, they will throw down over the bike lanes. There. If you're filming for content, walk in the bike lane. Oh, seriously. <laughs> you're going to get knocked out though. Like guys <laughs> don't play, man. Did you but see it? It, it, it is a s- culture shock. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to a degree, I'm expecting more of a culture shock in Asia because it's like organized chaos. Europe is kind of westernized almost like I mean, like in certain countries anyways. But yeah, you just just go in open minded. That's how I do everything. Right. Yeah, 100 percent. I'm the same way. But what was like Scotland and England like? Because I was supposed to go to England last year, but that or like right when COVID hit. Is when mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to. Oh England. yeah, you were supposed to go with your girlfriend. Yeah, I was supposed to see her uh, extended family. Mm-hmm. I was very, I was really excited for it. Like, didn't have to worry about even like a place to stay. We had our uh, grandpa's place to stay. I was gonna, cause I'm celiac. I was gonna take a night off and just hammer everything I wasn't allowed to eat. Like, <laughs> I was like, I can't go to England and not have fish and chips. Especially her hometown is like the heart and soul of like. I forget the term that she used, but like biggest fish and chips city mm. in England. Oh, and yeah. it's like the heart and soul of it. And so I was like, I have to have it. Like, I can't not. So my, I was, I was going to take a ta- night off and just have everything. I wasn't allowed to eat, take a book a night off. Like, all right, 3 PM on just eating all this fucking gluten shit. And then taking the rest off and, hate it'd myself be, it'd be worth it man like fish and yeah. chips just hit different over there for i mean like it's like having a guinness in ireland it just yeah. tastes a little different it was shitty for me because while i was in england i got to manchester two days after the manchester bombing at the ariana grande concert oh. so like when you picture england cops you think of them with like the silly little hat like kind of bigger yeah. swinging a nightstick around type of thing but i got there and it's like military everywhere like rightfully so right yeah it was a terrorist attack and then uh, while i was in london there was actually another terrorist attack while we were on a bar crawl and our ball bo- it was like two it was like one in the morning and our bar crawl leaders like i need to tell you guys something like there's been a terrorist attack and like we're all so drunk we're all just like looking at each other like what and like half the group was like should we keep drinking And then the other half of the group's like, we should probably go home. Yeah. And I was kind of on the side of, we should probably go home. Like, we just don't know what's going on. And we're Mm -hmm. trying to get home, but everything is closed off. We couldn't take a taxi because, like, they were backed up. So we ended up walking, like, 20 kilometers to get all the way home. 
that's unbelievable i hope i don't like ever get into situations like that it's just like frightening yeah it was crazy man i mean the guy drove onto london bridge and started running people over and then like hopped down and started stabbing people and stuff like that holy and like yeah it was crazy and like i remember i i got hooked to the hostel and i called my parents i'm like hey don't worry i'm safe and they're like the time difference is so vast yeah they're like safe from what like how drunk are you right now and i'm like there was a terrorist attack and my mom's like ah, balling her <laughs> eyes now <laughs> but yeah no i was all safe uh I probably, I, I, England isn't on my top tier return list. I know I have a lot of friends in England and they say the number one thing to do in England is leave. So, uh, I, I'm sure you'd have a good time though, going with your girlfriend. Uh, Cause we were going to go to England and obviously if I'm going to try and like soak in as much as it, as I can, cause I don't go traveling, but we were going to also like hit up France and like Amsterdam because everything's just like, you always think about Canada and it's just like provinces or like what's close to us and like yeah. Seattle and Oregon and stuff. But like in Europe, it's like a train ride to a different country. It's oh. like, yeah, we're three hours from France. Let's go. And it's like, I know we're, it's like we're three hours from Kelowna. Like it's not nearly the same. <laughs> <laughs> and the flights are so much cheaper. Like you yeah. can, you can get flights for like $30 to different countries, man. Like it's insane. Yeah. And it's just like, the convenience of it. it's like yo why don't we just like take a day and like fly to portugal and then yeah. like spend a day over there and like come back well um, that's what i'm saying like don't don't plan the trip man just yeah. go with the flow like you don't you'll probably meet people and they're like hey we're gonna be going to the lake district they're like oh i'll go to the lake district and yeah, it's just fuck it. such a solid time i one of my favorite stories of england though uh me and Seamus met this 40 year old Mexican lady and she didn't speak English very well. Yeah. So uh, we were helping her find her room because she was staying in the same hostel as us. And she just happened to be staying in the exact hostel room that we were. So we were like sharing the room with her and she was so thankful because we were being so nice, helped her find her room. Seamus wasn't feeling good that night. So he stayed home and I went out drinking. That's actually when I met that New Zealand girl. Yeah. And I get back to the hostel and this lady is like, she bought us a bottle of wine for like helping us. And I'm like, oh, like, I can't take it with me. I'm, we're going to Amsterdam tomorrow. And she's like, oh, well, drink it with me right now. And I'm like, say less. Let's go drink this <laughs> bottle of wine. So I was already had some drinks. She's already had some drinks. And we're like, the hostel didn't allow us to drink inside. So we had to drink it on the uh, stairs. So we're outside on the street just down in this bottle of wine and by the end of the time the wine's done like i'm drunk and she's like way too drunk so i'm helping her up the stairs she's helping me up the stairs and we get into the escalator or elevator and she's kind of playing pinball in there she's like bouncing off all the balls <laughs> and stuff like that and i'm like oh no like what's gonna happen here what did i do literally so we get into the hostel room and Seamus wakes up because she's like playing pinball in the hostel room now yeah Seamus is texting me he's like oh man if she throws up like I'm just gonna yeet myself out this window because he was already <laughs> feeling sick yeah so I lay her down she's in bed and thankfully like in this hostel there's it's always bunk beds and hostels mm -hmm. but these ones had covers so you can kind of cover yourself 
so I put the covers on. I'm laying down, and me and Shaquille like it, just, like it goes over. Yeah, like, over the bunk, so you can kind of have a little privacy. So it like yeah, blocks okay. the room from seeing into your bunk there. Gotcha. And so me and Seamus are just texting each other because I'm I'm wired, like I'm wide awake, and he's now woken up from her. And you know, like when you're drinking and you get those burps, yeah. it's like the dangerous burps, like oh. <laughs> so she starts doing that and Davis oh, no. is like oh oh my god like is this really about to happen and i'm like oh no she's okay and then she lets out one sneaky little and seamus instantly just jumps out of the bed just rips open all the windows it's like 1 a.m in the morning like he doesn't care like he, he doesn't so anyway yeah. we're like okay she just had a sneaky gurp she's not gurping anymore she's all good and then out of nowhere, she's just like, use <laughs> like, goes somehow gets enough power on it to push the covers away. It like spews out a little bit. And I'm like, oh my God. And like in a panic, she like gets up to run to the washroom and slides out in her own puke, like literally like a cartoon. Uh... And, just like, and so she's like army crawling now to get to the <laughs> get to the washroom. And I feel responsible almost. So like I get out of bed and I'm trying to like help her get to the washroom, but she's only speaking Spanish now because like there's no English coming out of her. <laughs> no shot. And I'm just like, oh my God. So she gets in there, like I'm holding her hair for her. And I, I was just like, I can't believe that. And we got to catch a flight in four hours. Thankfully, f- fun story though. She added me on Facebook, and she actually came to Vancouver a couple of years ago, and I like oh. showed her around and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, and she was like, "I was so embarrassed that one day." I'm like, "You were fine. Like, it wasn't <laughs> even that bad." Kind of like you in that bar bathroom that one night. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that something Mitchell brought up? Yep. Oh, was that? Man, that was bad, dude. I was like, "Yo, Mitch, I need stuff," and he's like. He got like really hammered in this bar one time. I was like, that's right. The bar, the infamous oh, Devin bar story, man. That was actually, that was actually the worst I've ever been in a bar ever. I had my one friend like antagonizing me, like trying to get me going. And uh, anyway, bad call on my decision. I decided to pick up the garbage can and throw it. And it just so happened to smash the mirror. And literally just shattered. And like in my drunken state, I'm like, they won't know it's me. So I just walk out of the washroom. And I just <laughs> leave the bar. I just like walk out of there. And uh, the bar people are talking to all my friends they're like, hey, your buddy just smashed the mirror. And they're like, no, like Devin would never do that. Like, because I, I would never do that. Yeah. And they're like, no, like you got the wrong guy. And, the, <laughs> and my one buddy was just like, no he, he he did he's like I, I told him to throw the garbage can and it, it hit the mirror and he was, I was like oh my god so I went back like I felt awful yeah. the next day I went back I'm like how many people were working there's like there's five of us so I bought them all 25 dollar uh gift cards to Starbucks and then I paid for the mirror obviously yeah and then like for two years I'm like I can never go in that bar like I cannot no. believe I did that and they were just like dude like come back like it wasn't the bar people thought I got roofied, which for all really? I know, I probably did get roofied because like I do not remember any of this, man. My God, that's all like that's scary. It was scary, man, because I woke up like 
four hours later, like laying up against a wall. And I was just like, I didn't even know where I was. And then I came to and I realized I was just like two blocks away from the bar. So truthfully, like I probably got roofied that night because when I got to the bar, I was okay. Yeah. And then like out of nowhere, just like done. Because yeah. the bartender, the bartender was like, "Dude, I was serving you drinks. You were fine." And then out of nowhere, it was just like a click of a button, man. It was crazy. Yeah, I've had one of those nights where like I don't really remember anything I did last night, mm-hmm. but it was just because I was an idiot and got <laughs> way too funky. I made this game, and it was kind of like Monopoly, but every square you land on, you got to do some sort of drinking. Mm. And some of them were like one shot. Some of them were two shots. One of them was like waterfall. So first person starts drinking, everyone drinks until the last person stops kind of thing. Yeah. And everyone like for the shot ones are like, hey, we're just going to like take two sips for every shot we have to take kind of thing. But I was trying to play hero. Oh, yeah. Right. And that didn't work out. And I got absolutely hammered. And it was like, I woke up in the morning and my girlfriend and her friend, like I told her friend to like, shut up and go inside. And because we were <laughs> out on the back deck and she was like trying to help me. And I like walked downstairs where she was sitting. I was like, what are you doing here? And she was like, you fucking told me to come here. Like, ah. oh no yeah I, it was That's terrible bad. i woke up in the morning they were telling me everything because i did not remember i was like and it, it's so cringy hearing yeah. those stories man. and she said she was like yeah you told me like shut up and go inside so i like came inside and like hung out on the couch by myself and then like you like interrogated me when you came in and i was like yo like i felt so bad oh i felt terrible yeah you're so, like let let me just ride in the back seat here and just head hang my head in shame for a little bit. Yeah, like it was honestly something where it's like it made you know when like you get drunk and you're like oh I'm never drinking again. Like yeah. when that happened, I was like yo I need to like at least watch myself because I cannot let this happen again. Yeah, I can't I can't have that on my conscience, man. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, it made me feel terrible. But what was Scotland like? I feel whenever I think of Scotland, I think of similar to like New Zealand, just a lot of green and rolling hills and then like people in kilts like 24-7. Dude, Scotland, sick. From the places I've been in the UK, Edinburgh was easily the sickest city. Like if I had to go anywhere in the UK again and be Edinburgh, skip Glasgow. I will net Glasgow is the shittiest (laughs) shithole town I've ever been in, dude. The I only had bad times in Glasgow. So I took you can take a ferry from Belfast into Scotland, and that's what I did. And I got into my hostel around like 8 30, 9 o'clock. And it was one of those days where I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna turn it in early. I'll have the whole day ahead of me here to like explore the next day. And I, I booked a hostel room that had four beds, so it was two bunk beds. And I'm like, I'm gonna get six sleep. There's only gonna be four people in here at most. Yeah. And I opened the door, and in hostels, like every hostel bunk kind of has a reading light or whatever, so you can have your light on without having like the big light on. And I open the door, and there's like one reading light on, and it quickly switches off. And like, I'm, like you hear some scuffling, and I'm like, oh my god, like what's going on here? And before I walk around the corner, some thick Irish accent, he's like, you cool? 
you cool? Like, I can't do the accent. It was so thick. Like, yeah. Are you cool? I'm like, yeah, I'm cool, man. Like, I'm just going to bed. Like, what's up? And I, he turns the light back on. You know, like those trays you get at McDonald's with your food to, like, carry to go sit down or whatever? Yeah. He had that type of tray with just a mountain of cocaine on it. And I'm just like, I'm like, what's what that? Like, and he's like, he's talking a million words a minute to me. He's like, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, man, like, I just want to go to bed. Like, he's like, come to the bar with me. I'm like, man, like, I'm, I'm so tired. Like, I'm just going to go to bed. And he's just like, no, come to the bar with me. And in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I should probably stay on this guy's good side. He's going to be sleeping in my room with me. Yeah. Tonight. Like, yeah. I don't want him to attack me in the middle of the night. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, like, let's go to the bar. So, like, he puts all this stuff away. He locks it all up. And there's a bar in the hostel, like, underneath it or whatever. So we're down there. I'm having a pint. And I'm yawning. Like, I'm trying to make it apparent that I don't want to be there. I'm like, oh, what time is it? And he's just like, like, and he told me his wife divorced him. So he, like, uh, moved over to Scotland to find work. And I'm like trying to comfort him. And at the same time, I'm like, I just don't want to be here. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to go to the washroom. I'm like, okay, sick. Like he's going to go to the washroom and then he'll come back. I'll say, I'm going to go to bed. So I'm finishing my beer and the bouncer comes up to me and he's just like, you and your buddy need to leave right now. And I'm like, why? Like what's going on? He's just like, your buddy's in there just like punching like the stalls. He's just like, he's like kicking the toilet and stuff. I'm like, first of all, this is not my buddy. Yeah. Second of all, I will go upstairs right now. Like I've been <laughs> trying to go upstairs this entire time. Yeah. And so I, oh, I need to leave. Say less. <laughs> I'm like, where were you 40 minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like, so he's like, so because he wasn't allowing the guy to stay in the hostel. He's like, so are you this guy's friend? I'm so I explained the story to him. I'm like, man, like literally met this guy 45 minutes ago like he forced me to come to the bar so he's just like okay he's not spending the night here whatever so i get up to the room and i guess two guests didn't check in so i had the whole room to myself yeah probably one of the best sleeps i had the entire trip and then the morning after the guy he's obviously worried because he had a mountain of cocaine to come collect He's like banging on the door. He's like, are you in there? Are you in there? And I open the door and he just like runs over, grabs all his stuff and just runs out the door. And I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm never coming back here I'm again. I'm never coming back here because there was nothing else. Like Glasgow is just kind of, it's like a crappier Vancouver. Like in gotcha. terms of bu- how the buildings look, like Vancouver's beautiful. We got beautiful landscapes. Glasgow doesn't have that. I, I witnessed a homeless man literally pull his pants down, poo, and then just pull his pants back <laughs> up and keep it moving. And it was like between that and this guy like freaking out in the bar, I'm just like, I'll probably never come to Glasgow again. Yeah, that's Confidently, it for me. I can say that. That is, that was a trip. Did you Bro, go there alone? Were you there alone? Yeah, I was just by myself. Like I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't meet up with Seamus until I got into England. So I was by myself for about a month. And then, uh, yeah, that was awful. But Edinburgh was awesome. Edinburgh was like the sickest city ever. Is it like the landscape of it that makes it good, or just like yeah, the so they have vibe like a big, it gives off the vibe big time? And then even the city, like there's a there's like hills around it. The castle is in the town too, 
the oh, hostel sick. I was staying at was called Castle Rock, was actually at the base of the castle. And uh, sick hostel, probably the sickest hostel I've ever been in, too. They had a beer pong tournament, and the rules were you had to partner up with people from your country. So it was like me and this like 40-year-old man from Canada, and we just tore it up, like literally demolished really? the competition. I'm like, do you guys even play beer pong from where you guys are from? Where did you like, guys just hear about it yesterday and thought this would be a good idea? Yeah, we're, we're like, you guys shouldn't have invited us here. And it's like me and this 40-year-old man just like nailing the bank shots, hitting the trick shots no redemption like i don't i think we probably lost like three cups and we won like a 50 uh 50 pound drinking like coupon or whatever and so i didn't even pay for beers the entire night that's sick that's Super unreal good yeah how long was it like how long did it last the beer pong <laughs> tournament like how uh, like, the beer how... pong tournament was about like an hour and a bit there was there was like maybe like seven or eight teams but like there was some games that took like 20 minutes and you're just like, you're just sitting there like, Oh man, just hit a cup. Like there's like four cups left on both teams and they're like not even touching the cups and the hostile guys are like, okay, this one's a draw moving on to the next game. Oh my gosh. That is, that's something else. What else like, did you do there? Did you go on any hikes? Is there, yeah. What are the, I, I, what are the people like down there? Super friendly, man. Yeah, especially in the Highlands. When you go into the Highlands of Scotland, you won't be able to understand anybody. But they're like they're like bringing you. They want you to like almost come into their house. They're so friendly. This one lady, she was like, "You need to come here. I have the best soup." So I'm like, "Okay, say less." Yeah. I have a photo. I'll send it to you. It's literally she calls it hearty soup, and she hands it to me, and it's like this carrot, which maybe cut three times. It's just like three giant chunks of carrot, like potato onion it was literally the best soup i ever had man but it didn't look good but it tasted so good man tasted it was party. fire i felt i felt like i gained strength eating that soup. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious that's amazing but no i yeah i want to go traveling so badly i one thing i really want to do is i want a road trip across canada yeah I want to rent like a bootleg sprinter van because those are too expensive. So I want to like yeah. buy something I can just like put a mattress in or something like that. And then, and then I want to go across Canada. I think that would be cool. Yeah. Like I went to the, have you ever been to the Rocky mountains? No, man. I went to the Rocky mountains this year for the first time and I want to make it an annual trip. It's just like so beautiful out there. Like, it gives BC a run for its money just in that area, man. Really? Oh, it was gorgeous. It, like, <laughs> Banff, Jasper, the drive from Banff and Jasper is just breathtaking. My roommate was driving, and I'm, like, I'm sitting in the passenger seat just, like, look at that. Look at that. And he's, like, almost getting irritated because he can't look. He's driving. I'm, like, Yo, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. And he's just, like, dude, like i'm driving here but i was just like i'm just like i love nature so i'm just fangirling over this i'm like look at the size of that mountain <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> he's like yeah that's a mountain that's yeah that's sick man that's yeah uh, <laughs> that's even like whenever i just drive up to squamish or whistler and just the sea to sky drive mm -hmm. i love that drive but i i have to be careful because i can't catch myself looking that the view because i'm like 
the it's the windiest it's so windy dangerous man. highway and i'm like yeah if i like hydroplane or like i catch myself turning late then i'm going right off the side of this like i gotta be careful but no i always <laughs> catch myself driving on the sea of sky but i i tend to take it for granted man yeah it's gorgeous i'd say it's like the sea to sky like on steroids man it's crazy that's uh yeah i need to i need to check that out i georgia's family went uh road trip to banff mm-hmm. one time and they said they loved it so it's definitely has a high reputation oh it's good man the the weird thing is i had i had fish and chips in banff actually and they yeah. put mint in their peas and what? it was good it was really good but i was like it was minty peas and it was just like it was like almost weird but so weird it was good like I, you gotta try it if you ever have peas add some mint to it thank me later interesting yeah that's that's even hard to like like accept. who thinks of that yeah how do you like was it by accident yeah i think it's just like because bamps kind of like resorty i think they're trying to get all bougie and like yeah fancy fish and chips or whatever they're like oh we can charge 10 more dollars we put mint in the peas <laughs> <laughs> pretty much pretty much how long have you been growing your hair out for man oh man this thing's been going for like a year and a half now it's got the jesus flow going <laughs> yeah. I don't, like i don't know i i, I kind of want to get it trimmed or whatever but uh the flow's been kind of rocking for me lately not gonna lie i got a lot of compliments there's actually this old lady at one of my sites who's always just like, I wish my hair looked like yours. <laughs> and she's like, I wish it curled. Like my hair's like really curly in the back or whatever. Yeah. So it's, it's whatever, man. Yeah. You've been, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you get, you've gotten a few compliments at work. Yeah. That, I, I guess like the old, I'm just like friendly to the old ladies and old ladies pump my tires, man. Like They're if flocking. I ever need a confidence boost old lady's got my backs man what was it said at um oh gretchen gretchen yeah what did oh, she say man. that one time so it me, literally... and Jev, me and jevin were like on our knees just like working in this area so, so me and you yeah and uh <laughs> me and jevin <laughs> uh we're just working just minding our own business and then yeah. this lady comes by and she's super nice and she just looks at us and she's like, oh, I love to see a man on his knees. <laughs> and me and Jevin are just like, so she's yeah. like a five-year-old lady and she's like laughing. And I'm like, I'm like, ooh, like that's kind of spicy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we both just look at each other. We're like, did we did we hear that correctly? Like just we- shook, literally <laughs> shook us. <laughs> And she's like walk walking off just snickering like <laughs> yeah and i was like this is a this is a woman that's still with her significant other right now like her husband was yeah. with her like <laughs> while she said it <laughs> we're like we have to tell people about this so that we just go up to ryan and adam we're like you would not believe the shit that we were just told <laughs> oh man yeah well, the funny thing about this company, man, is there's some like pretty, pretty hilarious like figures, like people we work with. Like, uh, I work with this one guy who's like, he's like older and he's just like super haggard. And uh, I was working in this bed and I found the biggest worm. Like, it was like this long. 
Yeah. And I was like, hey, dad, look at this. And I like throw it at him so he can look at this worm. And he opens his mouth and the worm just like falls into his mouth. And he's like, ah, tastes like dirt. I'm like, well, no, yeah, it lives in dirt, bro. <laughs> but he was like, just like, he just spit up the biggest worm I've ever seen. I'm like, why'd you catch it into your mouth? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. He <laughs> just kind of walked off. I was dead, man. Oh my God. That's. Why, why is that your first instinct? Like, ah. The, the guy's built different, man. <laughs> he <laughs> must be. Literally built different. That's that's psychopath behavior right there. Yup. I could imagine, but is there anything else you uh, had uh, ready to go? Is there anything else you wanted to say? Any traveling stories? Any other uh, work stories? Anything else? Oh, I got a good work story. Have, or no, no, here we go. Have you ever met a, ce- a celebrity? I told Rylan I'd tell this story. Have you ever met a celebrity? Have you ever met a celebrity? I can't think of any off the top of my head. I don't think I have. So I, I swear to God, Vin Diesel saved me one night. I swear to God. So backstory. I took this girl out on a first date and we went to this park and I haven't been to this park in years. And I guess I didn't realize there was a gate or whatever. So we drove all the way down and the gate closed at nine and we ended up getting back up around like 10, 30, 11. We just lost track of time. Like the, the date was going really well. And I get up there and I'm like, oh no, like she had work in the morning and needed to be home by like seven in the morning. So I, I'm like trying to get, and this is before I had my truck, I was driving a car. I'm trying to drive my car up this like grassy hill to try and get around this gate and it's just not happening. Yeah. So I, I just stop what I'm doing and I call Ryland. Like if anything's going wrong, just call Ryland. So I'm like, man, I need you to bring some tools to break me out of this gate. He's like, say less. <laughs> so he's there in like 25 minutes with like bolt cutters, like a hacksaw. And we're trying to open this gate, but it's like one of those like giant gates with like uh, where they can swing it open and close it like that. And we can't get it open. And uh, this truck pulls up and I swear to God, dude, like if this was not Vin Diesel, this was Vin Diesel's like double that he pays to go to public appearances. Like, like, he hopped, like- literally like he hopped down to this truck tank top on and he's first thing he's like, what's up? what's going on and I, me and Ryland kind of like look at each other he's like you guys stuck like you need help and we're like yeah and he's like hold on so he pulls out this tire iron and he like goes up to the lock on the gate and he like he's trying to pry open this lock and this guy's muscles are just bulging and he, he's like it's not happening and he's just like okay I got one more trick he's like you guys are gonna want to back up for this we're like okay So we back up and he backs his truck up to the gate and he puts a toe strap on this gate and just pins it, like drives as fast as he can. And this gate explodes. It's like metal goes flying everywhere. Me and Ryland are just looking at each other. Like did Vin Diesel just save us? Like, and he, he rolls up to us. He's like, we got to go guys. We got to go. So we're driving out of there as fast as we can. I got Tokyo drift music playing in my head. And like, man, I'm just thinking, I'm like, that's family, man. Yeah, like, that's family. Just me, bro. <laughs> so we're driving all the way home and I'm talking to this girl and she's like, he looked a lot like Vin Diesel. I'm like, I think that was Vin Diesel. Like, 
he must have just been there must have been a movie or something dude like i swear to god that was vin diesel and it was in vancouver yeah it was in vancouver it was like uh just on the outskirts of vancouver a little park around there did it look was it like a nice area yeah it was a gorgeous area like i wouldn't be surprised because a lot of celebrities live here like they have like random houses here for like and he was he was driving like a souped up like hundred thousand dollar like dually dodge ram and he had like a, a gorgeous girl in his passenger seat i'm like this is vin diesel man like and he 100%. just like pulled up saved the day drove home and i'm like to this day i'm like i need to write him a letter or something yeah because they they'll ticket you big time for like being behind the gate past a certain time or whatever and uh i got was, the girl home before she had to start work first let's go yeah let's Vin go. Diesel the day, bro. <laughs> the diesel's my guy come on the pod yeah but was it like a gated community no so it's just like this like uh it's like a super long driveway down to this beach area and the, they close the gate at night so people don't go there like past yeah. like a certain time or whatever and the, the when they open the gate they go down there and they check for vehicles and they ticket you if you stay overnight or whatever so yeah. i wasn't even so worried about the ticket i just didn't want to like make this girl late for her shift and stuff like that yeah so it actually worked out better like that's like one of my favorite stories that's so fire yeah i really hope that it was vin diesel just i swear man if it wasn't vin diesel this is his shadow clone like (laughs) double stunt man everything above everything that's that's fucking unbelievable that's so (laughs) sick but uh every kickback and relax episode dev i ask my guest questions oh let's go got you five questions here let's go so What's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery and why? And I'll say I've been averaging out the past few episodes, $10 million. You get $10 million. What's the first thing you're doing with it? I'd buy a massive property in the interior of BC for like my family and friends that can just forever go there. I just want like acreage, man. I just want to have property where I can do wherever I want. So I do that. I make sure the fam's good. And then I'd probably spend the rest of my life traveling. Yeah, that's, I, I think the first thing I said I would do is one, like not the boring answer, but I'd like pay off my parents' mortgage or something like that on the house. So that they just didn't have to worry about it anymore, but Mm -hmm. I'd buy like a lake house or like a lake property, lakeside property. Yeah. Just so I had like somewhere to go in the summer and all that. And then I think I'd just like, I'd take some of it and just like travel the world. 100%. 100%. Yeah, and just, like, maybe invest some. But, no, I think, like, buying a lakeside property is, like, man, it's my dream to have. Man, having, like, beautiful properties somewhere, you can never go wrong with that, man. Yeah, no, and it's, like, always, um, what's the word? It's, like, it's always going to have value. It's never going to decrease in value. Like, property is always going to be, like, highly acclaimed. Mm. So, I mean, property is the way to go. Facts. But, What's the second question? What's the most embarrassing way you've injured yourself? Whether it's a minor injury or major injury, what's oh. uh, what's an embarrassing way you've hurt yourself? So it was, uh, I was in grade seven. Uh, we went to the same middle school. And uh, you, do you remember that where the French school or the French pod area? Yeah. There's kind of like that giant grass patch. 
Yeah. So we play football there and I was playing football at the end of the day and the football went over the fence. So I'm like, Oh, no worries. I'll just quickly hop this fence. And my buddy Manny was like, think it'd be funny. He like swiped my legs while I was hopping over the fence and the top of the chain link got unraveled somehow and pierced my thigh. And when I fell down, it tore my thigh open. Like, oh, giant, giant gash in my leg. So I called my mom because back in the day, like, you know how Boy Who Cried Wolf eventually did. They didn't believe him that the wolf was yeah. there. It was that scenario. I called my mom. I need a ride. I tore my leg. She's oh, like, my shut God. up. Hangs up on me. <laughs> so I like, I like. Boy, bloody, or no. Yeah, I'm like, mom, please. So she's <laughs> like, no. So I bloody limp over to my friend's house who lived like right across the street. And his mom's just like, oh, my God, like grabs an ice pack and drives me to the clinic. And my wound was so big. Normally, they like inject the needle to numb it. They just had to spray it all over my wound or whatever. And it took like 28 double stitch stitches to close it. Oh, my God. Thankfully, it wasn't like six inches higher or I'd be talking in a different tone right now. Holy. (laughs) Yeah, that was was that close. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yo, as soon as you said like the fence unraveled, I was like, I know oh. where this is going. Oh, it was awful, man. Yeah, I I was heating up my lunch in the summer. And uh I uh overestimated how hot it needed to be. Oh no. <laughs> so <laughs> I take the bowl out and I'm like, fuck, I I drop it all on the floor. It's it was so hot bowl shatters food everywhere all my kitchen and i'm bare feet and i was like i'm just gonna hop out of the kitchen here but i step on a shattered piece of bowl slice my foot open oh yeah and it eight stitches or nine stitches technically because when i got there like they do it looks like there's bullet holes in my foot from the freezing (laughs) right you just got megan the stallion (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so they had she had a like a doctor's assistant or like in training do my stitches but one of them was loose oh yeah so yeah. he had to take out the stitching refreeze my foot so he had to oh. re-stab me and then redo the stitch <laughs> and i was brutal, like bro. oh my god yeah it i was in so much pain man that shit hurt and like when it happened i was like i was like in shock i was like like my my foot's bleeding like what's what's happening it's just a cut and then my mom's like oh my gosh i need to take jevin to the hospital i was like what we, we have to go to the hospital i've never been to the hospital before and like i kind of just went into a panic i was like what is happening like even the yeah. car ride there i was like like is it bad like i don't i don't even know if it's bad my mom's like just shut up like whatever <laughs> and, and she runs a daycare right so like oh, there's yeah. daycare at the house and she's like Someone needs to come home right now and look after the kids. I had to drive Jevin to the hospital, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, wow, this is like serious. Like what's happening? Like eight stitches later, I, I'm in crutches for like a month. While oh, my stitches heal what, up. What's the worst, man? Because you got to put shoes on and stuff yeah, like that. It sucked. It, it was terrible, man. It was terrible. Third question, a little bit easier. What meal or food can you not live without? Ooh stir fries stir fries that's the first stir fries we've had on the pod i love me a stir fry bro oh 
that's on it. Like when I'm traveling, when I meet new people, especially yeah. if I'm traveling alone, I'll be like, Hey, everybody go to the grocery store, buy one ingredient, like just random ingredient. Let's meet back for dinner and like, we'll make a stir fry together. And I remember this one time. So I tell them we're going to make a stir fry. So go buy something for a stir fry. This guy comes back with just a bag of apples. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just like, yo, like I said, we're going to make a stir fry with this. So we just cut up these apples and like threw them in there. And they were okay. It kind of like soaked in the flavors of everything else, but it was kind of like weird. I, just wouldn't, I wouldn't do apples again in the stir fry. Let's just say that. <laughs> I feel like if you were to do apples, you'd have to like shave them. Yeah. Like how you would like sh- like shred a carrot almost kind of yeah like you know yeah. what you use to peel like a the skin off a potato like skin yeah. it almost use that on an apple and shredded apple I feel like would be better than like chunks of apple yeah because it would almost like mush into it or something like that yeah, yeah we just put chunks in there and I, I don't yeah. think I'd do it again. no I don't think that sounds really appealing at all but apple that's interesting. <laughs> i guess he just doesn't know what a stir fry is i think he did i think he was just like oh i'm gonna just screw up this stir fry here but yeah i'm was, just gonna fuck it up for everyone i literally died he pulled out like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wouldn't know what to do I was like, what are we supposed to do with this oh that's so funny um i i think mine's just pizza yeah, you can't go wrong with pizza, man. I feel like pizza is a generic answer. Well, it's pizza. it's way too generic. I think maybe if I have to go away from it. What specific pizza? Barbecue chicken. Oh, yeah. Leo's barbecue chicken is like goat tier. Chef's kiss. Yeah. But honestly, potatoes. Oh, yeah. Can't live without potatoes. Oh, dude, I love fries, you get potatoes every time. Fries, of hash browns, potato skins, baked potato. So versatile. Yeah. And you can have them at any meal of the day. Facts. So potatoes, man, you're set for life. But what celebrity do you rate as a perfect 10? Huh. Man or female. You don't discriminate here, Devin. Perfect 10. That's tough, man. Because, like, perfect 10 in my mind is, like, tip-top perfect person. I'd probably have to do something stupid, like, uh, who's that Who's that big, big guy on the Joe Rogan podcast all the time? He ta- he's, he's, like, from New Jersey or whatever. He's always like, wake up and smell the roses. I don't know. Oh, it's on the tip of my – Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz? I just feel like he's so original. He's like, he's just always true to himself. Like yeah. in my mind, if you're true to yourself, that's a 10 out of 10. Like he's never switched up. He He's like, I don't know. He's hilarious, man. I laugh every time I see him. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, I'll say, dude, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I mean, he's beautiful, man. Don't he's, tempt me. <laughs> hey, he's a Vancouver boy. That's already like at least five out of 10. If you're, yep. from, if you're a hometown boy, he's got an absolute rocket for a wife. So yep. he's, he's <laughs> went in there too. He's funny, good actor, and not a bad looking dude. Facts. You see Deadpool? 
I've seen, yeah, I've seen Deadpool. Funny that movies. Was, that was pretty good. Yeah, good movies, but also uh, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman. I don't think I've seen that. Search of Gal Gadot right now. Gal Gadot? Yeah. G-A-D-O-T, I believe. She's beautiful. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a suck for dark-haired women, man. I, I don't discriminate. Brunette or blonde. Because Carrie Underwood and Blake Lively, they're also my girls, too. And they're, and they're blondes, so. Smoke show. Smokey. And, like, Carrie Underwood on the football, I believe it's Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Man, take me away. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. But uh, last question here, Dev. If any actor or actress were to play you in a movie about your life, who would it be? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know his name. Uh, he did. Uh, he was the main guy to Into the Wild. Let me Google his name real quick here. I'm so bad with actors and like actresses. I could tell. Uh, what's his name here? He is John John Craker. Let's see here. How do you spell his name? Oh no, that ain't it. Who is this man? And it's into the wild. It's Emil Her E M. I-L-E H-I-R S-C-H Emil Hirsch I want him to play me I mean he's got short hair in that photo but if he grew some long hair I think he'd kill it as me Fire I could see it I Oh you can kind of Oh I know yeah, there's one we, like with blonde hair he has. Yeah. Kind of pull off you. I'm not a big act. Like, I'm, I'm not big into the movies and stuff like that. But if, you, if I had to tell you to watch one movie, Into the Wild, like, that's my go-to. Always yeah. watch go-to movie. I uh, I just started watching the MCU in order. Oh, yeah. Yeah. it's fi- It's been a fire experience. I just watched uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great movie. Great Man, movie. I love those movies. I haven't yeah. I haven't seen an MCU movie in a hot minute, but you know what? You're, you're gonna kill me here. I've never seen Endgame. Really? I've never seen Endgame, yeah. Yo, it's got one of the greatest scenes in movie history. I know. I, I'm like i every time I'm about to watch it, I see how long it is, and I'm just like, I don't have it, that. It also right. like have you seen everything before it? I've, I've seen it like I'd have to re-watch it but I've seen like all of it for sure like it's like not fresh in my mind or anything like that like, like you probably like you've seen Infinity War yeah I've seen Infinity War so like you, you as long as you kind of know it's basically that then yeah Endgame's gonna be fire but no Endgame's I just saw Endgame when it came out so I haven't seen it since oh yeah but just that like end, end scene alone yeah like had you tearing up 
man. It's just like <laughs> just chills. Not even like tearing up, just like yo, this is insane. Yeah. This is wild, but yeah. Dev, this was a fun ass episode, man. Thanks for having me on, man. Podcast debut. Podcast debut. You know, <laughs> maybe we can get uh Mozzie on here too, and he can uh Oh man, we'll have we'll bring out some debauch stories. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But um let the people know where they can follow you or um keep up to date with Devin Avenus. Devin Avenus, baby. It's not hard to find me. <laughs> follow his Twitter. He uh you'll know when he's going to the casino. Yeah, if you if you like drunk <laughs> tweets, I, I'm normally only ever tweeting when I'm drunk, so you'll get some solid ones every once in a while. Oh man, whenever you get paid. Just yeah, got paid Friday night, shotgun, three beers. Who wants to go to the Nino? I, I haven't been to the casino in like two years now. So one of these casino nights are going to be lethal. Oh, it has to happen. Yeah. has to happen. But you guys know where to follow me on Instagram at Jevin.Lefave, on Twitter at JevinLefave. Find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LeftSideHeavy underscore. Uh, just released an episode on Wednesday. Talked about the NFL divisional round. And some news amongst the NHL. So go check that out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Left Side Heavy. Catch full episodes, video episodes on there and some clips as well. So it's a good time. And be sure to leave a rating and review on Apple and Spotify. Helps grow the show. Dev, it's been an absolute time, my man. I appreciate Thanks, you coming man. That's on. That's a five star rating on Apple and Spotify, people. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> That's why I brought you on here. Let's go, baby. We ain't done. We ain't done. Say that. No, but everyone, thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace.